Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, you are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now, one and only. Steve Harvey, got a radio show. Okay, I got something for you today. Uh, this is something that I've really been focusing on for the past uh, couple of months, to be honest with you. And uh, I want to share it with you today because I want to encourage you because there's something that's available to you that I've uh, rarely spoke on before, and it's something that I've been really, really discovering for the past couple of months, and I can't even tell you the differences made in my life. Um, I, I'm going to have a conversation this morning about my understanding of grace. You know, when I was little, my, you see, hear my mother sing a song all the time, all I need is a little more grace, a little more grace. All I want is a little more grace, a little more grace. And, I, you know, I sang it with her, you know, of course, you know, walking around the house and stuff, and, you know, we had devotion service where I would sing it with the church people, but I didn't really pay it no attention. I really, really didn't. Now that I've gotten older and I've come into a better understanding of a lot of things I didn't know about when I was younger, this is just my interpretation of grace. Now, what? Once again, y'all, listen to me. I I ain't nobody's pastor. I ain't nobody's minister. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you can go to church and get a far more extensive definition of one I'm giving you. I'm just talking to people. You know, grace is this thing that, that God provides for us. And grace is just things that you get that's really undeserving. You know, I mean, I I look at my life as it is today. You know, look, I work hard. 
and I have faith in God, that I do. So things are going to happen in my life, but the way my life is now, I don't, I don't, I don't deserve all of this. I don't, I don't, I don't look at it that way. I have been the beneficiary of God's grace. I have aligned myself in a position to accept whatever grace God has for me. And it will be far abundant and exceedingly in anything you could think of. His grace supersedes anything you could possibly imagine. You know, the goals that I set and the aspirations that I shoot for and the things that I have on my dream board, I have the faith that God will give it to me. But what he does with grace, he gives you far more than that. He gives you what he has for you, not what you can see. You can't see all he has for you. It's impossible. Who are you? How can you possibly imagine what he can imagine? How can you possibly think how he can think? How, how can you possibly do what he can do? How can it be? There isn't a single mind living or a collection of minds that could have thought of earth. What in your wildest imagination could have made you think of earth, the stars, the heavens, the oceans, the, 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 the galaxy, the, the constellations? What in your mind? What in any man's mind? We can point at it and analyze it, but we sure couldn't have thought of it. So come on now. I'm talking about lining yourself up with God's grace, which he will give to you if, if you if you want some of it now. But now here's the thing about grace. It can't be bought. If it could, if it could be bought, I'm telling you, I would pour all the money I have and dump it into grace. Because after discovering what it is, it's this goodness that God shines on you simply as a reward of some type for his love for you and for you attempting, for you attempting to do right. Not because you get it right, because if he judged us purely on how we are, the right and wrong of it, we would all be doomed, all of us. Every last one of us would be doomed because we all fall short. We all make mistakes. We all sin. We all get it wrong from time to time. Nobody's perfect, man. Now I understand what my mother was saying about cleaning the house. All I want is a little more grace. All I need is a little more grace. When the last time you asked God for some grace? I'm not talking to you like I know everything. Because I'm telling you, I just got hip to this a couple months ago. I just really started focusing on this a couple months ago. And I'm bringing it to you because I know it'll help you. If you just benefit from his grace, which you already have, but if you're not aware of it, you don't know what's going on. Become aware of grace. Get aware of the fact that God does things for you simply because he loves you. He does things for you that you don't even deserve. Somehow you just wonder how you just got over. When you didn't even do the things to get over. You, sometimes you don't even know how you got that job you got. When you ain't even really do the things to get your job. How you end up where you are. All this education you thought you went and got and had. How you end up where you are today. In a much better position than your education could have ever gotten you. That's That's grace. I get every place I am today. I didn't plan this, man. If I could have planned my life the way it is, don't you know I'd have done it when I was living in that car? If I knew how to do it, no, I benefited from his grace. I'm just a beneficiary of his grace. 
of his goodness and his mercy. God's goodness is better than your goodness. God's goodness is better than your mother's goodness. It's better than your wife's or your husband or your boo's goodness. God's goodness is different. His goodness, man, covers some stuff you can't even imagine. So while you're trying to put your life together, when the last time you asked him for just a little bit of grace? When have you thought of your life in terms of the grace that it has already benefited from? Have you ever done that? Man, just thought about, you know, you hear songs like, my soul look back and wonder how I got over. That was grace. That's all I can call it. Now, like I said, you can go to church or somewhere if you want to, and ministers that went to school to, to teach this thing way better than me. I'm just giving you from a layman's standpoint, man. Have you thought about his grace? Would you not be well to be a beneficiary of his grace? Would it not? Ser- now, check this out. The better you try to do, the more grace he'll give to you. And that grace can't be bought. Like I said, it's free. You can't purchase grace. But the better you try to become, the more the more grace he gets to put your way. So, man, just try. Why don't you just try to do better? Look, man, quit talking about it. I'm going to start next week. I'm going to start at the new year. No, you're not. Yeah, you do that every year. You know, At the new year, I'm going to eat better. At the new year, I'm going to... I'm going to go on and get in here. In the new year, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it now, man. You're going to do it now. Stop trying. Do do it. Stop talking about it. Do it now. The best way to benefit from his grace is start in action now. N-O-W. Now. Right now. Today. What you waiting on? All you're doing is delaying his opportunity to bless you. You know, man, you know, do you know how many times we do that? We delay his opportunity to bless us by not starting now. If you're going to get healthy, why don't you start now? Now, you're going to trip a little bit because the holiday's coming, but you ain't got to eat bad all the time. You could start eating correct today. You could. You could. And then guess what? That could be some grace on the end of that. I'm just giving you a, a little cheap analogy. But do you feel what I'm saying to you? Start thinking in terms of grace what he has done for you and provided for you that you ain't even see coming. That, that, you know, you keep calling them blessings, and I got that. A lot of it, and that's all it is. But, man, have you thought about the stuff that didn't happen to you you can't account for? You, I, I, for me, that's been grace, and I'm a beneficiary of it, and that's available to everybody that wants some. So next time you're talking to him, just check in with grace. See what that is. That's, that's better than money. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, animals and all insects, uh, this Mm. is about to go down. If you're an ant, I need your attention. Fowl, need your undivided attention. Zoo detainees, need your attention. Everybody that, that can hear need to be listening to this here. Morning show now. Information is is popping. Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve. That'll cover everybody. (laughs) Tired of some people talking about, I ain't hear your show this morning. Well, I asked everybody to listen. (laughs) Call it for real. Good morning. What's up, crew? Hey, I ain't ain't heard from Junior. Morning up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What up, uh, Jay Anthony? 
You was thinking of a name to call me? Really? Yeah, that I was, was, but I forgot was. he was on the air. Oh, oh, I had one. You were thinking but, of an off-radio name yeah, to call me. Yeah, but... let me tell you something, Jay. And off I caught radio. myself. I said, we can't do our normal greeting because we're on the radio. So, hi, Jay. What up, Mr. Harvey? What? What's y'all's normal greeting? No. Oh, it's a little different. Oh, we can't do that. We... What up, fool? Big doggy dog, what it do, baby? It's Monty, baby. Yeah, it's Monty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. I want to thank uh, Amazon because I ordered uh, the National Geographic Visual Atlas of the World book, take coffee table book for my house because mm-hmm. I saw one at this place and I thought it was the most incredible map booklet of the world that I had saw. And so I ordered it and it came. And it's the first time I've ever ordered anything off Amazon. Oh, I love Amazon. And I'm excited because they were talking to me at the job, you know, on one of the commercial breaks at the talk show. And they said, so, Steve, how do you love Amazon? I'm a Prime uh, member or something like that. Yeah, Amazon Prime. And I said, I don't don't know what you're talking about. They said, Amazon Prime, when you order. I said, order what? They said, anything. I said, I've never ordered anything off Amazon. And boy, what did I say that for? I said that, and them people looked at me like, (laughs) what? You You never, because I've never ordered anything off Amazon before. It's the best. You got to live a little, Steve. Live a little. I just did it, and the two books came. the same day. Bruh, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I could have ordered, and they'd have bought it to the house like three hours, four hours later. Yeah. Yeah, again. I said, who is these people? (laughs) (laughs) These people. (laughs) I ordered something last evening and got it this morning. Unbelievable. When I opened my door, I was so excited. Mm I love Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's why Jeff Bezos yeah. is a billionaire. The richest now. man in the world. <laughs> it's killing them all. Yeah. Amazon Prime oh, yeah. is killing them all. Yeah. You've never seen your Amazon drive. <laughs> uh-uh. They drop off and be gone. Yeah, yeah. they ring the doorbell They don't hang around. They got all that chit-chat. Box go. That's they what don't they have do. time. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get to the next delivery. <laughs> wow. All right, all right, Steve. Coming up at 32 after the hour, listen to this. Your morning inspiration, as we all know, has touched many, many people. Well, we have an email this morning from a listener titled, My Morning Man Saved My Life. Get ready for this, Steve. We'll read it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, your morning inspiration has touched so many people. We received this email. It's titled, My Morning Man Saved My Life. Check this out, Steve. Good morning. I'm so grateful to be writing this to you. I woke up one morning in a month after my father passed, two weeks after my wife and children left me, and three weeks after I was Wait told. Wait a minute. Stay that again, sure. Okay. Good morning. I'm so grateful to be writing this to you. I woke up one morning in a month after my father passed, two weeks after my children and wife left me, and three weeks after I was told that I have cancer in my left lung. This is the hardest thing to speak of. Well, at 5.30, a, 5.30, 6.30 a.m. that Wednesday morning, I wanted to end my life. I turned on the radio to hear B. Thompson, but I got Steve Harvey speaking of God. You said, if you find yourself at the end of your rope, let go. I promise you that my God will catch you. That was five years ago. I've been blessed ever since. 
I'm cancer free and so much more. Thank you. I must say I am a combat Marine who lost his way till that day. I still tear up when I think about it. Thank you for helping me believe again. Marine boy. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm tearing up right now. Yeah. That's yeah. real That's talk very right touching. there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So much tragedy in his life. You Ooh, have man. no idea what they go through, big dog. This guy no idea. wakes up. His father passes. Mm -hmm. His wife and kids leave him. Then he get canceled. Yeah. This all happened like relatively close. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a that's a bad month, dog. Yeah. That's a rough one. Mm -hmm. That's a rough one. I think this is for everybody. It's something for everybody. You know, if you just do good, you never know how it's going to play out. You don't know through your actions of kindness. You, you don't know that a simple act of kindness that you might perform throughout your day, how that one small act of kindness might affect somebody. Because what's a small act of kindness for you can mean the world to somebody else. That's right. That's right. And and everybody, you know, that's something for everybody. I mean, I'm grateful to know that I've affected somebody that way, but it's really important for everybody to gain something from that, you know, that your actions can have a profound effect on a person, a really, really profound effect on a person. Mm -hmm. And you just don't know, man. You just don't know. You yeah. don't know, man. You may not remember it as a famous person, but the person that you encountered and interacted with will always remember that moment. So, mm -hmm. you know, try to make it meaningful. And like you say, try to be kind to a person because they'll never forget that. Never. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Steve. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, 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 I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. I remember uh, one time uh, I was at, uh, I was at Essence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was walking through, uh, I went out in the back way. And my security guard at the time, and, you know, I won't mention his name, but this big dude was trying to get to me, this really heavy guy, really, really about 300 pounds. And I kept hearing him go, stand down, soldier, stand down. And the dude kept saying, hey, man, I just need to see Mr. Harvey for a minute. And I just kept hearing him say, stand down, stand I'd heard this about three different times, walking. And then we got into this big, empty area behind this wall. And it was like the other side of one of those convention halls at, at Essence, you know, that was empty. Mm -hmm. And I saw this big dude just running towards us. Okay. And he was big, man. He had a white coat. And uh, stand down, I told you. He said, man, he right there, man. If I could just talk to him for a minute. And I said, hold on, man, hold on, man. Hey, man, let me talk to the brother. What's the matter? So, you know, a little go-between between him and him. And the brother came up to me and said, Mr. Harvey, I was locked up, man, for about 12 years. I've been listening to you every morning, man. He said, man, you made me think about a lot of stuff when I was looked at. You, tell, you said, God ain't create, create me to be this way. He said, man, if you're in prison and you can get in a program to better yourself, he said, so I got in a program, man. I've been out for three years. I've been looking for you. He said, I just want you to know, man, that I started taking up uh, cooking in prison. And when I got out, I went to cul culinary school. He said, man, I'm the head chef at the Hilton right now. Wow. I just wanted to hug you. 
And the big dude hugged me, and he started crying. Well, you know, I'm crying now because yeah. it doesn't you know, take uh, much you for know, you. I mean, you know, you you a man and you right. crying because of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, he he busted me up. I'm back there, and then when he was got through, he turned around, and told the security guard, said, "Little man, you need to watch yourself." <laughs> he he still you forgot about yeah, that situation. Yeah, he wiped his eyes. He said, "Little man, you need to watch yourself." Wow, <laughs> and he went on about his business, man. And, and, and that really uh, affected me, man, the rest of that day. Mm-hmm. And I still think about that story because, you know, how do I know this man is sitting somewhere listening to right. something I may have said that might have had an effect? And I'm just grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really grateful, man. I'm not big-headed about it all because I don't even know these things, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, like, great, grateful, man, that God uh, uses me as a piece of pipe sometimes. Not all the time. You know, sometimes the pipe be clogged up. I got to <laughs> tell y'all, be real about that now. Sometimes my pipe yeah. look more like sewage pipe. Your needs a little drain out. Yeah, well, and sometimes it's sewage pipe, you know, uh, just some bad yeah. stuff come through. You just But every, every now and then, that Roto-Rooter man clears it out. <laughs> God able to do what he do with me. Amen, brother. I appreciate All that, you know. All good, well, you helped someone, there's living proof, so keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's that it. was a great story. That's the message. All right, coming up next, guys, from inspirational to fun and ignorance, you know it's Monday, so you know what that means. Church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Oh, Lord. Right after <laughs> this. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, weekend box office report and Chicago's top prosecutor, Kim Fox, has been subpoenaed to appear at a court hearing regarding her handling of the Jussie Smollett attack. We'll talk mm. about it, yeah, uh, right after this. But uh, first, it's time for church complaints. It most definitely. Yeah, take your time now. We, we are here. Yes, we are. Uh, bound, uh, gagged, and hostistified. I didn't know he was gagged, but okay, Pap. Uh, uh, we are unbound by his mercy. Yes, we are. Uh, gagged in truth. Now, truth of the matter is, but this hill, it's time for, to hear what this congregation or, though I must say is an ungrateful congregation is uh, wanting to complain about today. Go ahead, the leader of complaints. Chicken. All right, I go ahead then. Uh, Pastor, uh, Sister uh, Renee Malvo, her dog Speckles has died. As you know, that was her CNI dog. He has passed oh, away. Speckles has died. Now, Pastor, the problem is she could not find another CNI dog. She now has a CNI goat. Uh, but the problem is she is see, uh, eating Sister Gertrude Williams' uh, hat every Sunday, and Sister Gertrude has a problem with that. that so that's the issue that we have going on with this, uh, the, the CNI goat. 
I don't really have a response for this. Deacon. I don't blame you, Pastor. I don't care. Why is Sister Gertrude always over there, body goat, with the damn hat on in the first, knowing that this goat eat hats? Right, right. That's what, that's what the goat does. He does eat hats, but I don't know why. He seems to be right by the goat. I don't know why that is. Well, a lot of, what... uh, just so you know, I've had a lot of people coming in here and is uh, uh, paying money for the upkeep of the goat because they sit behind <laughs> Sister Gertrude and can't see service because of them hats, and they happy with the goat. All right. The goat has served goat. a purpose. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. But. The greatest of all time. <laughs> Ignorant. Listen, Joe Biden uh, is asking. He wants to come here and make a statement because he's running for presidency. But he is asking if we could hold a hold and sniff type of uh, ceremony. Hold and sniff because that's what he does. He wants us to do that. We're we going to stop that right now. Oh, he's not going to be able to come to this congregation because Anita Hill's grandmama goes here and has said that if she ever see him, she's whooping his ass. So Joe Biden can't come here because Anita Hill's grandmama is a tied paying member here. Let's just get him elected. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want Biden to come here and make a speech or not? I, <laughs> I just said <laughs> he can come here, but neither he or grandmama go to church here. <laughs> now, what part this you ain't here? Pastor, I didn't. I, okay, I'm sorry. I Look, didn't know. We gonna know, vote yeah. for him anyway. We don't give a damn who run against Trump. That's who we vote for. All right. But he I'm can't come gonna, down I, here now. I could need to hear grandmama here. All right, but let, let's move along. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't even know his grandma. I didn't know she, she went here. Uh, you don't anyway, know nothing. I, That's why you had any complaints. <laughs> you don't know that the majority of the church like that goat, but you brought that up. Oh, I, uh, okay, listen. The Game of Thrones ministry. What? All right, would like to have a uh, a conversation with you because they they say there's a dragon lady that lived that's in this uh, congregation, Sister uh, uh, Mayola Jenkins, and they don't want to participate until you get Mayola out of the congregation. That's all I'm saying. Mayola Jenkins is in the congregation, and why of- why does Mayola have to leave the congregation? At, because the Game of Thrones ministry says she is a dragon-looking lady. <laughs> dragon-looking? Oh, she's dragon-looking. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> well, now, that's a lot of nerve, because Sister, uh, Sister Arlene, who is the head of the uh, Game of Thrones ministry, looked just like Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> so the nerve, huh? So now, what? You, at least the dragon lady cute. <laughs> Unmitigated gall. She had that same outfit Tyrion had on last Sunday at the pastor's anniversary with the little hand pin and everything. <laughs> and then oh, the other right. sister looked just like the hound. So who who is worried about 
What do you want me to tell Sister Mayola Jenkins? I don't care what you tell them two ugly-ass women. <laughs> pastor! But what you ain't but they do are dragon-looking, Pastor, and that's the issue. We allow ugly people to come to this church. <laughs> me and uh, you ain't that attractive. <laughs> All right. Now, well, I know I... you don't like admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> you has trouble knowing that you a little that's sideways that, 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 looking. Amen. That's not me, Pastor. That's Tommy. That's no, not me. No, well, now, nah, uh, Deacon, you look just like Tommy now. <laughs> oh, you put them glasses on down on tip of your nose. You turn looking at a little man now. All right. I'm going to move right along. <laughs> Pastor, I, I don't know if you've heard, but Kanye West would like the whole service here at our jackpot joint of Jerusalem on Sunday, but he says he not gonna have it unless everybody is wearing Yeezy sneakers. That's on you, Pastor. <laughs> well, them Yeezy sneakers, 2,500. What? No, Pastor, no, they not 2,500. Well, they, how they, much they, is they then? They about 450-something dollars, but they not, they not. Oh, they ain't no yeah. problem. He ain't got to come down here then. Why, if, tell you what, if he send us the money where everybody can wear Yeezys, <laughs> Uh-huh. We'll we'll put on some Adidas's. <laughs> some what? Adidas's. <laughs> Adidas's spelled backwards is Yeezys. I, I think it, it is anyway. No, that's not a why. No. no. All right, look. Uh, thank you. We we gotta go. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Right after this, <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, let's start off with the weekend box office report. Jay, Avengers oh Endgame has rewritten the box office record books. I mean, really? yeah, a it was expected. Dollars, one billion dollars. <laughs> right. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, it was expected no, to no. score the highest grossing opening uh, with 350 million domestic debut and 1.2 billion with a B global premiere. Yeah, my money yeah. in there, too. My money in there. It's my wow. In there. Hey, now- Steve, <laughs> at the Archlight Theater, they had it playing in every, well, I guess it's called a little auditorium except one. Really? And it started at in- 6 in the morning what, went say- to 3 o'clock in the morning. Are you serious? Yeah. And it was no, no, packed. no, no, no. In Houston, yeah. they were at 4.30 in the morning. There was right. movies. You could go see the movie at 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 in the morning. What about the people in Hollywood that camped out at the Man's Chinese Theater mm. and, and for three whole days, and they watched yeah. the Avengers series, the entire Avengers three series, days. three whole yes. days? Oh, it's what? it's yeah. big, Steve. Steve. It's yeah. huge. Hear what's crazy? What? Huh. You, never... you want to hear what the craziest part of this story is? Don't tell me you've <laughs> you never know seen it. I don't even know. <laughs> hell no, I ain't never seen no Avenger, and I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. <laughs> I ain't seen a line no damn ever. well. The biggest I, ever. You know, I know it's my warm-up guy, Ruben. Yeah. Uh-huh. He wore an Avenger suit uh-huh. and Avenger hat and then mm. on uh, to the talk show, and then the Saturday... Mm-hmm. Friday he had on Thursday he had on the Avenger suit and hat. Friday he had on Spider Man suit. Oh yeah, it'll it'll do that to grown men and women, Steve, walking around in those costumes, losing their ever loving yes. mind. Yes. over this movie. That's how that's how serious it is. I'm telling you, people camped out for three days in the movie yes. theater. 
Now, you want to hear something really big, Steve? Check this out. In Hollywood. The people who read the comic books are sometimes mad at the people who make the movies because they say they're not sticking to the story in the comic book, so you got that war going on. Right. Yeah, you got that. Oh, oh it's serious business. You know what no, I love? That's a beast. It ain't no joke, man. Yeah. Well, um, Marvel also has a weekend's number two movie in an incredibly distant second. What? Captain Marvel, who also appears in Endgame, jumped from fourth to second with $8.1 million. Better. That yeah. movie had already been out. I know, yeah, but, but it went people back up. Catch up, so yeah. they got to catch up the yeah. story. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and moving on in other news, uh, Kim Fox, Chicago's top prosecutor, has been uh, subpoenaed to appear at a court hearing regarding her handling of the Jesse Smollett attack. The state's wow. attorney was hit with the subpoena by a retired appellate judge, Sheila O'Brien, who is seeking the appointment of a special prosecutor to look into how Kim dealt with the uh, super controversial case, according to a report from the Chicago Sun-Times. The retired judge reportedly requested Jussie and Fox produce all original documents in the case to prove that they have not been altered or destroyed. Bam. So, Shirley, this, this okay. is not over? No. It's a damn shame that they got this much attention poured to the actions of prosecutors in the Jesse Smullett case. When at best, at best, he's charged with lying. Now, when you shoot a black man and you're a police officer, it ain't nowhere near this scrutiny of a trial when one of them get let off. Where's the uproar and and and, and unrest uh, from all these politicians, the damn mayor, and all these other people in the government when 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 a when a human being gets shot and killed by one of your officers, there's no uproar. Then with some little black dude supposedly you think tell a damn lie and make y'all look bad. Now here y'all come, man. Miss me with this. Yeah. All right. Which period? Introduce Miss Ann, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thank you very much. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Jews in San Diego, California, remain in mourning today as authorities step up security around houses of worship in the wake of Saturday shootings at a local synagogue where one woman was killed, three others were wounded, uh, an eight-year-old girl, including a rabbi, a Rabbi Yisrael Goldstein, who says that he was lucky. The gun jammed. And in attendance at the synagogue, there was a Border Patrol off-duty agent, Mr. Jonathan Morales. And he says Officer Morales and another man tried to tackle the gunman as he left the building. That gunman has since surrendered to police. He's identified as John Ernest. He's a 19-year-old white college student. And Ernest is now under investigation for an arson attack at a California mosque last month. There are reports that he's already admitted to doing it. By the way, Saturday's shooting not only took place on the last day of Passover, but it was also six months to the day of the mass synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh, which left 11 people dead. Investigators in Seattle say it's going to take months to figure out why a construction crane fell from a building on Google's new campus on Saturday, crashing into cars below and killing four people. Authorities say a few companies are being looked into for the crash. That crane was not being used when it was toppled over. In fact, it was being taken apart by iron workers, two of whom died. State investigators have six months to complete their probe. 
Horrible news just hours after he was drafted by the Giants. A college football standout named Corey Ballantyne was shot in a murky attack that left his roommate, former teammate, and best friend dead. Officials say the cornerback from Washburn University, which is in Kansas, had just been signed. He was out uh, celebrating with uh, Dwayne Simmons, a friend of his, at an off-campus party. Shots suddenly rang out from where, good knows where. Ballantyne was transported to the hospital in a private car. He will, he will apparently recover from his injuries. His best friend, Dwayne Simmons, was killed, and they're looking for the gunman. Okay, the Young and Restless today, there's be a special episode dedicated to the late actor Christoph St. John, who played businessman Neil Winters for 28 years. Christoph St. John died of what they now say was an apparent stroke in February. Christoph St. John won two Emmys and 10 NAACP Image Awards. And in case you haven't heard, the Avengers uh, Endgame broke box office records this weekend. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. The three-hour movie earned $350 million domestically, a jaw-dropping $1.2 billion globally. That's billion with a B. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Carla. Yes, Shirley. Hold my hand. Okay, what's the matter? I'm going to make sure I get through what's this. What's wrong? Sure I what's get through this story. Oh, I know what it what is. What is it? What? <laughs> Idris Elba got married on Friday. That's bothering you? <laughs> yes, Carla, hold me. Hold me. But you married, Shirley. Both of them. Hold me. <laughs> they both married. Why, why are we holding it? They're not the only group of married women that are crying. Carla, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right, Carla. Be strong, girl. Be strong. Be strong. Can I, can I, can I say something to help y'all through this? What is it, Interesting, man. What Go is ahead, it? Okay. Here I'm talking about it. Sure, I ain't trying to be cruel or nothing. But it's just a little something I want to bring to both of y'all's attention. <laughs> what is this? What is it? Okay, now don't don't be more upset. Oh God! But but he didn't want y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. Thank you. I know. Let that sink in. I know. Right. Come on, ladies. It's all right. Idris got me. He didn't want y'all. It's okay. He wasn't that into y'all. Yeah. Man on this show. He just spoke. That's all he did. <laughs> okay, and I was talking to Carla anyway. Yes, you were. Okay, Carla. Tissue, girl. Thank you. This is embarrassing. Anyway, he got married on Friday in Morocco. <laughs> you know, you know his fiance was a model. She was beautiful. She probably fine as hell. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Tom, pull up a picture, dog. They've been engaged for a year and, and a few months, and it put our weddings to shame. It was super you know elaborate. Wow. <laughs> Where's the Florida Evans? Damn, 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 damn. They even have fire dancers. Fire dancers. And a damn wedding. Man. Woo, you know that girl was fine. Okay. You got fire dancers? Yes. Yeah. When you trying to find that, that's even, fine. Uh, uh, Shirley, I was at your wedding. You ain't even had no candle. I know. Man, she is beautiful. Yeah, oh let God, me send man. a picture. As for his new wife, Idris Carla, 
Idris said the attraction was more than skin deep. He said, she makes me laugh and we share common goals. Hell yeah. <laughs> Coming up next in trending hip hop news from the Big Apple, Jay-Z. Okay, it's over, right? Hey, Sabrina. Jay-Z reopens Webster Hall in New York City. We'll be back right after this. She's a 15. (laughs) Yes, Shirley. Yes, yes, yes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So in trending hip-hop news, Jay-Z performed at New York's famed Webster Hall uh, when it reopened this weekend, backed by a full band. Jay-Z wore a tux. And uh, brought out a Cameron, brought out Cameron, Jim Jones, and Nas. Nice. Yes, that nice. was real nice. Uh, Nas. Uh huh. Nas. Yes. One of, the, one of the most moving moments of the night came when Jay Z diverted from his set list to perform a freestyle, paying tribute to the late uh, Nipsey Hussle, who was, uh, we all know, shot and killed in Los Angeles last month. And Jay spoke about the importance of investing in black neighborhoods. Take a listen. Okay. Justify your own hood before these people do it. Play eminent domain and have your people moving. That's a small glimpse into what Nipsey was doing. But anybody still confused as to what he was doing? The neighborhood designed to keep us trapped. They redlined it so property declines if you live by blacks. They depress the asset and take the property back. It's a ruthless but a genius plan, in fact. So now we fighting over scraps. Crabs in the barrel, but crabs don't belong in the barrel. They ain't never tell us that. So in the barrel, we gon' act like we act. We can easily get out the barrel if we stand on each other's back. Whoever gets on top, as long as they stay attached, they can pull everybody out. I was doing just that. I told neighborhood nips to stay close. A hundred million dollars on your schedule, lay low. Tell your team to be on point in the places that they go. I never dreamed to get killed in the place that he called home. That was, right. yes, yeah, that was freestyle? Yes, it was. That was freestyle? Uh, yeah. That was yeah. freestyle. That boy's hard to do. Yeah, he is the king. That's how that. cold. Yeah. It's not that hard to do. And Tommy, let me... <laughs> what did you say, Jay? Jay, you can't freestyle. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, okay. You need to go practice? You need to no, practice. No, no, no. I don't want my raps out there. Protect that, that, them jewels that you gift. been dropping. That gift. Yeah. 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 It's all right. I mean, but... Zay, that was genius. I don't care what you say. Tommy, I don't. I didn't hear genius. I, 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 I heard genius. Jay Z is a genius. Heard, I don't care right, what Jay? you say. You heard the same thing we heard. Wait a minute, Jay. Let me hear from Steve. What were you about to say, sir, Mister Harvey? I mean, you know, this this is what he does. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. that's when you see a person that's in his gift. There's no need of you trying to do it because that ain't what you do, you know. That ain't what you do. It's not. That ain't what you, know? you do. So clearly, you know, he's lived doing in his gift. That's just absolute genius. I mean, you know, that's what Man, he does, you know. Mm-hmm. This is trending all over social media. Oh, yeah. Don't be talking yeah. about me because I know I can rap. I can put this rap right up in your lap. And if you don't like what I'm doing, all of you I will slap. I mean, if I can, if you want it, if you want it. That's your whole rap right there. That was it, Jay? Yeah, hell yeah. That's your genius? That was your genius moment? That's genius. I'm not doing no more, so don't even ask me, because I'm not. (laughs) 
He said, I, if, I can't if you want it. That was just a glimpse into the genius that is J. Anthony Brown. That what I do. Yeah. But that didn't even rhyme at the end, though. Okay, no, you want to no, be technical. No. There's always one in the group. <laughs> you want to hear it one more time, Jay? Maybe you'll be inspired. Yeah, let me, let me no, see what this young no, fella got. Let me hear it. No, Steve nah. said no. Steve don't, said no. Don't, 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 don't do that to that. No, don't make him feel too bad. He no, can't, he's a bad he, boy. He, he, can't, he can't top it. <laughs> he's a genius at this. He can't top that. It's what he does. Well, it actually, I mean, the, it's, it's actually got, it's got to come from a place, too. I mean, Jay-Z lives the life of what he talks about, you know, so. Jay, what is Jay going to talk about? Jay Anthony. Diabetes. <laughs> I tried to make the clothes, but I just couldn't sew it. Everybody wants something from me. (laughs) Don't you know it? They trying to find me to make some pants, but I can't get with it. Because every time I turn around, I ain't got no zippers in it. I try to put on pants, but I can't. They can't stop me. But every time I make a pair, I ain't got no pockets. So you know what I'm saying? My name is J. Anthony Brown. (laughs) Put it down. That's it. Yeah, like yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. oh, yeah. some of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The nephew's up next that, with the prank phone call. Than him. Coming up right that's after close, this. Ain't it? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, drunk dialing dilemma. That's right. Whoa. Drunk dialing dilemma. Whoa. But right now, the mm. nephew is here with the prank phone call for today. What you got, Neff? Bad bugs. Ooh. <laughs> Bad bugs. Makes you itch. <laughs> mm. Say it again. Some of y'all still got them. Some of y'all still got them. Bad bugs. Like Running cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to speak to Shanice. Uh, she's not here right now. I'm going to take a message. Uh, you, Do you know when she's coming back? Nah, is this a business call or something? Nah, nah, this is personal. I need to talk to her immediately. Nah, you need to talk to me. This this a man. This uh, who is this? This is this is Brandon. Who 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 are you? I'm Ernest, man. But uh, how do you know Shanice? I I got a bit of a situation here, man. Uh, and it, it's basically a financial situation that I'm owed some money from her. So I kind of need to talk to her about about getting this money. It's totally disrupted my whole apartment, and I need to actually see about talking to her about getting this whole problem taken care of. What what's the what's the situation? I mean, I I'm basically right now I'm twenty five hundred dollars in the rears due to due to Shanice. And I I you know, I I need to see if she's gonna be able to pay me for the situation or what, you know? Do my girl owe you money? She she owes me twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars for what? I don't even know who you are, first of all, so what's up with the twenty five hundred dollars? first of all, my name is Brandon. Okay, okay. and I've been I I know I've been knowing Shanice probably for the last three or four months now. Okay, so here you you want to know it all in a nutshell is it's like this. Shanice been coming through. Okay, for the last three or four months, been coming over here to my spot to my apartment, hanging out. I'm just now finding out within the last two weeks, um, it's I had to get rid of my couch. I had to get rid of my mattresses. Because your mattress, because it's bed mattress. Bugs. Wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. So you trying to tell me she was in your bed? Yeah, she been in my bed, dude. She been in your bed. Are you crazy? Hey man, come hey, on man. now, dude. Listen, you know, you know, hey, the problem is right now. Where you she? Twenty five hundred dollars. Problem is, is you talking twenty five hundred dollars? You talking about my girl was in your bed? 
Now, we're not even going to get into that. You understand what I'm saying? But that's $2,500, you can forget about it. No, 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 no. First Hold up, bro. First of all, you calling here, you calling here, you calling here, and here a dude answer the phone, and you still got the to ask for her, and then go tell me about some $2,500 about some mattress? Dude, I'm out. My, my mattresses, man, are 1000 bucks. It's full of bed bugs. I had to throw that away. Man, nobody worry about no damn mattress, dude. You talking about my girl. We've been together for four years. I'm about to pop the question on her, and you want to sit there talking about she been hanging with you or kicking with you for the last four months. It's about to be over in a minute. Dude, if you want to marry Shanice, cool. I don't care nothing about nah, that. Nah, hey, don't even worry about that now. But you over my phone talking about some damn mattress, man. That's that's a problem, dude. I ain't worried about no damn mattress. I don't, I don't worry about it. I ain't got no mattress right now. You calling my house? You calling mine? I do not have a mattress right now, nor do I have a couch. Do you understand the problem that brings to me? I don't care nothing about your mattress or couch, dude. I don't care nothing about that. Your name, you say your name, Brandon? I'm Brandon, yes. Yeah, Brandon, okay, don't worry about it, Brandon, because you're going to find me real soon. Don't let me find you before you find me, though. You understand what I'm saying, don't you? Dude, dude, dude. No, because you, you can have them bed bugs and that mattress or whatever. Answer these for all I care. But what I'm saying is, you talk about some bed bugs, ain't no bed bugs over here. Okay, so, so what's she getting all the bed bugs from? She done brought them over here to my place. I don't care nothing about it. She ain't bring nothing over there, first of all. But I ain't, that ain't even a problem right now. Dude, you, Chinese, you, you call me over, over here, man. I ain't had nobody else over here. Right. Don't worry about who you had over there, but you don't go call here talking about no money. You ain't getting nothing from here. Okay, first of all, dude, check this out. I don't have a problem with you, okay? Me and you cool. No, me we and you cool. We already got a problem. You calling me talking about you been sleeping with my girl. Hey, dog, dog, I'm going to say it again. Me and you cool, dog. We dude, cool. We not cool. We not cool. First dog, of all, dog, I'm going to find problem. out who you are. I'm going to handle Sinise myself. I'm going to handle you later. What you, what, you, what you talking about? You, you going to handle me. I'm going to handle you later. You want a mattress, right? Hey, hey, dude. dude you want a mattress, right? Go ahead and marry Shanice. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. My don't problem is getting my money back, man, for the, for the property of mine that she has ruined, man. I, don't worry about that. I'm going to get you a mattress. Don't worry about that. It's going to be a casket wrapped around that no. Hey, hey, dude, dude, why are you sitting here creating the drama with me when me, me and you, we ain't even the problem? The problem is Shanice. The problem is you picked up your phone and you called here. That's the problem. Okay, now you got okay, two so problems. Dude. You ain't got no couch. You ain't got no mattress. Now you got a dude after you. You understand what I'm saying? You know what? I, I see I can't talk to you. When do Shanice get home, man? Don't worry about when Shanice get home. Okay. What you need to worry about is when I find you. Okay, so so when, when I, you going to have my money then when you find me? Because I need my money. Yeah, I'm going to have your money. I'm going to have your mattress, too. Please understand. You're going to be resting real well. Okay, okay. So, so let me ask you this here, man. Shanice bring bed bugs over to my house. Leave them all in my mattress. Leave them all on my couch where I got to throw my stuff away. Where I'm wrong at, man? Where I'm wrong? I'm going to ask you straight up. Did you know she had a man? Say what? Did you know she had a man? But I, I mean, kind of, kind of, sort of, but not really, though. I know kind of, sort of, man. Either you know she got a man or she don't got a man. You knew she had a man, right? And you still went did it, right? Hey, dog, I ain't got nothing to do with y'all, man. I, I, I'm dealing with these bed bugs. You understand what I'm saying? Dude, do you understand you messing up a, a four-year relationship? You know how much time I put in with this woman? Four hey, years. Hey. Four years, we about, to get, we about to get married. And you calling here with this When are y'all supposed to get married? Don't worry about when we supposed to get married, man. You messed that all up. What I'm trying to explain to you is, dude, you calling here on some bed bug which I know she ain't got nothing to do with, but the fact that you told me that she was over your house, in your bed, that's over. It's over now. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when she get home, I'm going to deal with that. You understand what I'm saying? That's going to get dealt with. I'm walking up out of here. But when I leave here, please believe my next stop is to come find your ass.
first of all, how did you get the number to this apartment? That's what I want to know. Hey, dude, she gave me both numbers, the cell phone number and the house number, and told me, you know, if it's an emergency, call the house. Okay, and this is an emergency? Yeah, this is an emergency. I well, got bad learn, clubs, man. Learn, learn, learn another emergency number. Learn 911, because when I come knocking on your door, either you come out or you handle it, or you better call the cops. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? Hey, man, do you think Tommy will pay for the bed bugs? Who is Tommy? I'm just saying, do you think Tommy will pay for the bed bugs? Hey, who the f is Tommy? Tommy, dog. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ernest, you just got pranked by your girl, Shanice. <laughs> man. Y'all, y'all. You all right, man? Boy, hey. Well, it was over. It was over. You understand what I'm telling you? It was over. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all think? There it is. Huh? Yeah, makes me ill. There it is. How I do? How I do? How I do? You're the king. What do you, what do you want? You're the king of That's play. all I want. I just want, but you know what? I need people, I need y'all to tell people I'm the king. The show has three kings. Kings of comedy, king of prank, king of rap. Right here. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what the, that's right. So three. Three. We, we three kings. <laughs> King of comedy. King of pranks. King of and rap, the latest baby. edition is the king of rap. <laughs> no, not king. Kang, that's different. Kang, oh, Kang. okay. So you, you are established. Yeah, he's fire. Okay. Now, how many albums you got? Whoa, you want to go with that? None. <laughs> None. Picky, picky, picky. All right, check it out. The nephew is coming to town. I would be there May second through the fourth, Virginia Beach Comedy Club. So loud, the nephew is coming to town. I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, this might be a good, good time for you to come open. Really? <laughs> this, this this good. I, I just sold everything. You ain't got to do nothing. I don't work in room test small. <laughs> what? Pop ting. <laughs> did he pip pop ting me? Yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. said his he studio did. audience that is big. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, no, it ain't painful to okay, me. Can I, can I, I would be in Virginia Beach. Can I bust a rap? Bust it. Bust it. He didn't even sing, but sound like to me that was a pop ten. The king of rap right there, baby. King of rap. All right, thank you, nephew. Up next, strawberry letter. Subject, drunk dialing dilemma. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for the Strawberry Letter, guys. And if you need some advice on your relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. And we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today. Right? Let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, Drunk Dialing Dilemma. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have a situation that has become a huge frustration in my life, and I need advice on setting healthy boundaries with a good friend so I don't seem like a prude, which I've been called. I have a good friend who seems to be having a problem with alcohol lately. I don't care what people do in their own homes and on their own time. However, when you include me in your mess by calling me drunk and belligerent and I can't understand what you're saying, then you'll have to hear my mouth when you sober up. 
I have a friend that loves to indulge in alcohol, and she always goes overboard when we're out or when she's drinking at home. I've asked her to please stop calling me when she's inebriated, and I don't think that's too much to ask. We are in our late 40s, and it's time out for this behavior. Consume as much alcohol as you wish, but don't call me and expect me to talk to your drunk behind when I can barely understand what you're saying. Nothing you're saying makes sense, and you get mad at me when I tell you so. The phone calls still continue, and I've told her that she needs help. When she's sober, she's a great friend and person, so I want to salvage the relationship. Lately, I've been ignoring her calls when I think she may be drunk, but then I end up frustrated and worried about her. She calls other friends, too, and they don't seem to mind. Do you think that I am overreacting to the situation and I am, in fact, a prude? Or should I just ignore her calls altogether and let the friendship die? Please help. Okay, I I think you're absolutely right in how you're feeling. I think you're perfectly within your rights to feel this way about your drunk friend. Uh, There's nothing prudish about you. I mean, who wants to put up with this? This is foolishness. Who does this? I mean, I think your friend, you're right. Your friend needs help. She needs it right now today because she does not know how to control her alcohol. And she's holding you hostage as her friend by calling you and, and talking to you drunk and getting on your nerves and frustrating you. So, yeah, she needs help. This is a bad situation. You're right. You're in your late 40s. It is time out for this behavior. Uh, you know, as a friend, Perhaps you can tell her about um, AA or, or take her to Al-Anon or suggest Al-Anon to her. Or, or seriously, stop taking her calls when she's like that. You know, if you pick up the phone and you hear her drunk, hang up. Tell her you don't have time for this. You have to go on with your life. This is crazy. If you want to be a true friend, you can do some of those things uh, I suggested. Uh, I don't think you should necessarily let the friendship go if you think she's a great person when she's not drunk. But she clearly needs help. And as her friend, maybe you can lead her down that path. Steve? Wow. The name of this is a drunk dialing dilemma, which is saying that this woman has a problem. She's got a good friend uh, that uh, she wants to deal with, but she don't want to be considered a prude. She seems to be having a problem with alcohol lately. Well, let me clear you up on something. Don't nobody seem to be having a problem with alcohol. They have a problem yeah. with alcohol. This you you don't even have to don't try to soften it. <laughs> she got a problem with alcohol. Now you try to be nice. You say you don't care what people do in their own homes and on their own time. But when you include me in your mess by calling me drunk and belligerent, see that's I don't mind drunk people. I really don't. You don't. I'm okay with drunk people. I don't like talking to them. But if they drunk, it's belligerent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you are angry as drunk. Right. See, and drunk people don't when they belligerent, it just sounds just it they they the same as being drunk. They just make attitude statements. Like you, you don't I don't I don't want to be standing on your foot. What? What? <laughs> the hell you mean you don't want to be standing on my foot? Get your drunk ass off my foot. Get your foot from my under my foot. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
Wait a minute, man. You see, belligerent when you drunk makes other statements. You make the people you talking to, you make them think there's something wrong with them. Stop smiling at me. <laughs> what? That's when you drunk and belligerent. That's the anger in belligerent. We'll get into that a little bit more. Now, uh, you got a friend that loves to indulge in alcohol, and she go overboard when we out and when she's drinking at home. You've asked her to please stop calling you when she's inebriated. I don't see you are approved because she ain't inebriated. She drunk. Stop using big ass words in real small ass situation. She just drunk. Now, I don't think that's too much to ask. Here's your other problem. We are in our late 40s. Yes, yes. Now, drunk people in their 40s is hard to talk to. And you know why? Because they have 40 years of mess to draw on to bring up. You remember when we was kids and you didn't let me they go way back then. Pull your wagon. <laughs> wow. Kids man. don't even have wagons no. anymore. So when young people hear 40-year-old people arguing, they just as confused. What wagon is Aunt Ellie talking about? <laughs> wagon? Is she oh, fell off the wagon? No. Her wagon. Who has a wagon? You see, and it's very confusing. So when drunk people consume alcohol and they're older, they have a lot. And so now you're faced with a lot of problems. So when we come back, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a list of things that drunk people say that they claim is your fault, Mm -hmm. but it's really their fault. This is the problem when you're drunk and belligerent. It'd be different if you was drunk and happy. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Am I on your foot? Oh, I keep stepping on people's feet. <laughs> See, that's different. But the belligerent person, stop putting your foot under my foot <laughs> for tomorrow, today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up uh, to today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, drunk dialing dilemma. We'll get back into it when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Bold in the new movie opening on May 3rd is a musical drama about Buddy Bolden, the man who invented America's greatest art form, jazz. From his roots in early 1900s in New Orleans, Bolden's music became the inspiration to generations of great musicians. From Louis Armstrong to Aretha Franklin, Elvis Presley to the Rolling Stones, Bob Marley to Jay-Z. Starring Gary Carr, Bolden is a film by Dan Pritzker. Music by Wynton Marcellus. Soundtrack available on Blue Engine Records. This movie is rated R in theaters Friday. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, Drunk Dialing Dilemma. This lady's tired of her drunk ass 40 some year old friend calling her. She just tired of her ass. And she really wants to find a way to deal with this situation. That's all this letter's about. Yeah. She got a drunk 40 some year old friend. And she tired of her. And she want to know how she can talk to her and get her to either stop drinking or quit calling her. Or should she stop just answering the phone and let the friendship die? 
First of all, let me help you with something. This is not a friendship. Why do you keep calling it a friendship when she brings nothing to the table that helps you? Mm-hmm. All she do is aggravate you because she drunk. So now let's do a series of things that drunk people say that do not make sense. But because she's belligerent, it's really your fault too. Okay? Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yes, I drank the last of the Kool-Aid. Who, who left it in there? <laughs> if it wasn't in there, I wouldn't wouldn't do for drinking. What? Drunky? <laughs> now, ask me anything, Shirley. And I answered as a belligerent drunk person. Have you seen my shoes? When I came home, I took them off right at the door. Where? Hell yeah, I saw your shoes at the door. That's why I put them outside. <laughs> what? They was at the door. They must have wanted out. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we watching uh, Game of Thrones this week or what? Together. I- I don't use the bathroom like that. (laughs) What? (laughs) The throne. The throne. Anybody. These are drunk people responses who are belligerent. Come on, Jay. Anybody. Just any question. Carla, Junior. Hey. Hey. Okay, I got one. Hey, belligerent. Uh Uh-huh. Why is you mad at my brother? Because he your brother. Oh, that makes sense. What? You don't know that? I, I you, don't, you don't know who your brother is. Hey. See, you you stupid. Hey, are you drunk? No. Is your eyes big? <laughs> yeah, my Ooh. eyes are big. Well, then I'm drunk then. Because <laughs> you sure sound like it. Don't, don't you worry about the sound for me. Hey, would you like a cup of coffee? I think you need Oh, no coffee. damn coffee. <laughs> It'll kill my high. <laughs> think I drank all this liquor for. Ain't got no room in me for no coffee. You know what? I can't, ain't no room in for me for coffee. In for me. In for me. In for me. Why you don't love me? Aww. I do love did you. <laughs> I do love the Jew. Don't start crying. You know, sometimes uh-huh, they they if, if you had loved me back, oh, I would have loved the Jew too. <laughs> but I stopped. Because um, of that. Because of what? Black bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's an angry, angry drunk. I'm belligerent. <laughs> belligerent, yeah. Okay. Next question. Where's your Where's your uh, husband? Why a husband. Why don't you call him when you're drunk? Why do you keep calling me all the time? I because he is in there sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he got tired. Of it. Yes. He, he didn't got tired. I I wore his ass out. Yeah. And he just went to sleep. Yeah, it's pretty late. And I'd be in there sleep too, but he won't unlock the door. <laughs> Don't you have to go to work tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care that about to work. Aren't you the boss? To work. To work. The boss. Yeah, aren't you the boss at work? Anybody going to make me no boss. 
<laughs> Why do you have to go make I'm the boss of me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, how many people do you call when you belligerent at night? When you I know? call everybody <laughs> into my phone list. Oh, and as soon as you answer, I'd be mad as hell because it <laughs> took you so long. Belligerent. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you really are an angry drunk. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not angry for Shirley. <laughs> for Shirley. I like that. I'm not angry. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. okay. Do you get sleepy at, at all? Do, does drinking make you go to sleep or anything? I mean, after you've called all these people? Sometimes I just sleep. <laughs> 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 like, There's yeah, like drunk Sometimes I just Sometimes I And I be it, I be scratching, itching when I be sleeping. Uh-huh. I'm like I'm, I'm sleeping now, but then where you is you got my bed? No. Yo, what? No. My bed. You can't help. <laughs> Have your bed. Mm-mm. Damn, you shot and can't hear. What? I'm to you. What's your drink of choice? Are you a brown liquor? What you got with alcohol? In yeah. <laughs> I like I like I like liquor. I like a uh, yeah. I like mixed drink. I like a uh, reefer with it. Wow. With a tequila, tequila, and uh, <laughs> tequila Hennessy. Oh, I don't. Moonshine tastes not too good. Oh. Moonshine. But I have this white friend of mine. He comes over. He he have it in his trailer. I go by there <laughs> sometimes and we be getting towed out. He has it in his trailer. He has it in his trailer. You think moonshine come from? What is wrong with you? Your bullshit ass. What is you who is you think is making moonshine? They ain't making it down at the stove. <laughs> Moonshine is illegal. Jeez. Okay. Can't even tell no jokes around him. Oh, yes, you can. Now, you just want to be plifly correct (laughs) and then mess up the jokes just like Seinfeld said. Thank you. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. I know. I, I'm closing my Instagram account. <laughs> or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up in 10 minutes, Frankie Beverly says Beyonce's cover of Before I Let Go is one of the high points of his life. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Frankie Beverly was really happy when Beyonce did a rendition of Before I Let Go on her new live album. Frankie, who wrote the song. Yeah, and it sounds good, too. Yeah. He told Billboard magazine that she has done so much. All of that. Yeah, he said, this is one of the high points in my life. Frankie went on to say he is friends with Beyonce. And a few weeks before her Netflix documentary Homecoming aired, she called him and played Frankie the song. Frankie also said, I was blown away, and it's a blessing. Like you say, Jay. Uh, he says, other people have done my song. song. Yeah. <laughs> other people have done my song, says Frankie, but uh, the way she did it is in a class of its own, and she had done something that has affected my life. Beyonce's song has become a hit, leading to the uh, hashtag Before I Let Go Challenge, where fans upload videos to social media of themselves dancing to the track. I love it. 
I'll do too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that beats that joint awesome. pain. Them ugly dudes doing that damn song. Huh? <laughs> 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 Have you seen it? Have you guys seen it? Oh Trying yeah, the, the challenge. challenge. Yeah, I haven't uh -huh. seen it. I'm gonna yeah, do it. it. I'm gonna yeah. do it. You gonna do it? Yeah, I want to do, do it too. Yeah. And Frankie Beverly is going to be at um, Essence this time. At Essence. Yeah. Oh, but you Before I let go. Yes, Steve. And we're we going to play it for you right now. Okay, Let's cool. What is that? challenge that's the challenge part of it so that's the part where everybody's doing the dance too that's ah. the part that's yeah that's yeah. the part that's real <clears throat> yeah. real fire can i just calling something? out the different dances and everything All right, okay, that's all well and good. We love you, Beyonce, smooches, all of that. But listen, the big story, let's get to it. The big story last night. Come on, Steve, Game of Thrones, baby. Wait, wait, I ain't seen it yet. Don't do this we're to me. A spoiler, we're not going to give you a spoiler alert, but... Oh. but you should have watched on, it, dude. I ain't seen it yet either. I watched the game, the game and then the I, game. I went to bed. Well, you should have been watching the game, the game of the, the game Thrones. Of okay. Let me tell you something, Hal. <laughs> Gather around the mics, all of you, the Thronians. Yes. Got I'm a Thronian. Yes, to be more careful today. Yes. Come on, you There great. was an episode last night. To end all episodes. I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it, I'll end it one, but I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, your grace. That little heifer, Aria. <laughs> no, she didn't. I dare say. What's she do? Don't you dare ever <laughs> confront that little heifer. <laughs> Kill everybody. <laughs> what? What did she death. do? What did she do? All death to you all. Okay, I'm watching it. I'm watching yes, it this morning. Before we get off. We're swinging. <laughs> Boy, this little girl. They were giving her mad oh. love on the gram. They said <sighs> she's the dopest MF in TV. Okay. <laughs> 
That didn't even sound right coming from But I'm, I'm real. Yeah. What did you just say, Shirley? That's you what, you, that's what they said. He said the dope is MF. I'm reading. I've never heard MF with all of its syllables. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. I'm Jay, say it. The coldest mother ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beat Can I say it? Can I say it? Can I say it? No, uh, can I say it? Yeah, come on, Tommy. You say it. The coldest mother ever. <laughs> On TV, that's what they do. Junior, Junior, say it, say it, Junior. Man, Aria is the coldest (laughs) mother. Okay, can I get one? Come on, get one, get one. This (laughs) mother. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All that will be redacted, right? This mother. Just like the Mueller report, Jay. (laughs) Is what? This here. Can't believe us. She's an MVP, baby. She's of TV. Of TV. That's what they say. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. I'm watching it today. MF I'm watching it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Steve. Soon we get off right now, I'm watching it. Yeah, this. man, because it's on HBO Demand, right? Yeah. 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 Right watch now. It anytime. And, and Steve. Anytime you huh? want. Huh? It, it's only three more episodes left. And that is the end of Game of Thrones. That's it. That is the end. When them white walkers come up in there, boy, let me tell y'all. Tommy, at the end of episode two, right, they came from the edge of the forest. (sighs) And Jay has no idea what we are talking about. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, coming up at the top of the hour in trending news, Kim Kardashian holds (laughs) CBD-themed baby shower. Okay, we'll talk about that right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, Tommy, uh, you have some exciting news for us, right? I do. I got to give a big shout out to my son, Jordan Miles. What did he do? Did his first triathlon. He's seven years old. Did Uh his first triathlon. Oh, my God. Oh, listen to Proud Papa. I'm a proud papa up in here. That is, that is, uh, you start off with a swim, you swim, and then you, Uh after that, you ride your bike, and Mm -hmm. then after you ride your bike, you run, and let me tell you something, Mm -hmm. my boy was getting it, you hear me? (laughs) Yes. I'm talking about 3,000 kids on their bicycles, my boy was getting it up in there. Aw, I love that. And here's the trip part, the transition part is when you, when you leave the, uh, when you leave swimming, you go to, uh, a certain area, which is called the transition area and you get on your bike. Mm-hmm. Parents are not allowed in the transition area. Oh, okay. So yeah. the, the kid has to uh, uh, put his sneakers on, get his helmet on, and then get on the bike, and then move on and keep ro- and start rolling on your bicycle. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and then when you get through with the bike, you come back to the transition area, and then you get ready to run another, uh, I, I think, a, a half a mile. Wow. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, I can't... I'm trying to find him. Yeah. Here's the trip part. When he transitions from the bike to the running, mm-hmm. now I'm I'm trying to get his picture, but this lady tells me, hey, you need to get your butt to the finish line because you're going to miss the finish line picture. I say, well, how far is that? She say, that's a half a mile from here. So now I'm running. <laughs> to get to the finish line. Right, oh, right. I thought so she I thought she was sure one of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't fall in. I wasn't following the damn story. My bad. Go ahead, Tommy. Man, shut up. I'll get your butt to the finish line. 
They thought Tom was one of the kids. Go ahead, Tom. Man, I got to the finish line. I got there about I got there about 45 seconds before he got there, Aww. and I was able to record my son coming That's in great. to the finish line. But big ups to my boy, That's Jordan good, Miles. First yeah. try out the line. He doing it big. That's Whoa. really good, Tommy. Boy. Oh, my God. You're a good dad. That's good, I always man. say that about you. You're a good dad. Beat your son That's by 45 boy. seconds, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of kids, uh, mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian went zen for her weekend baby shower. She treated her guests to meditation, a sound bath, and some CBD. Uh, yeah. Marijuana, in it? Yeah. That's uh, weed. Ain't, ain't that weed? <laughs> well, listen, Kim, who's... I know weed when I hear weed. Oh, but CB, oh, no, CBD is weed. <laughs> she, she's uh, expecting her fourth child via surrogate. Uh, she told guests, so because I'm freaking out and the baby is coming in like two weeks, I thought, what better way to celebrate than to have a little CBD? For those not in the know, CBD is a cannabis de- derivative that promotes feelings of calm and relaxation. It, it brings you up, makes you feel good, feel good. <laughs> Guests included uh, Chrissy Teigen, Paris Hilton. They got to make their own CBD-infused body oils and bath salts. They also went home with uh, Blue Yeezy Slides. Love that. Love that. Blue Yeezy Slides. Mm-hmm. Slides. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. In the little so, gift bags. I like that. Mm-hmm. So what'd you say, Jay? What? What? It's, 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 does it have something to do with marijuana? I think. I'm it's a sure. derivative, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Jay. Why no. do we say derivative? It's, it's, it's without it the THC. Yeah, without that part. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's without One gets you up, one keeps you mellow. So I heard. This one keeps you uh, mellow. <laughs> so you've heard. That's what somebody told you. That's what somebody yeah. Okay. So I mean, is these brownies or what are they? I mean, you can put I it in anything. Oh yeah, but, oil. Yeah, CBD. You can taste it. CBD infused body, body oils and bath Put it in cakes. Well, put it on popcorn. So it's like it's like olive oil. You just rub it on. Okay, y'all. Put it on y'all. Fish. Yeah, you're talking about put two different things. Ice so. cream. Okay, well, come the, on. What Jay is talking about is putting, uh, making. Marijuana brownies, sodas, oh, cakes, pie, edibles. Mm-hmm. A CBD oils don't have the THC in it, which gets no. you high. Mm-hmm. And they and can have the different blend, blends. You can have CBD oils for relaxation, stuff like that. Well, that's what she had, uh, which is what I said in the story. They I'm took just, you know what, man? Get relaxed. <laughs> I'm really, really being a little impressed by Kim Kardashian, man. I mean... Look, when she freed that woman out of prison, oh, she really is. I mean, she's doing so, and she's talking about becoming Love a her. lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's studying form. for it now. Yeah, she's studying yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, she's studying for it right now. That's uh, good, yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, she's she's doing a lot. She she really is. She's changing her life, reinventing herself. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, in other entertainment news, last week a judge entered a default judgment against R. Kelly after he failed to respond to sexual assault charges. Now we're hearing his excuses. Heather Williams claimed that the uh, that R. Kelly uh, raped her when she was 16 years old, and years later she Whoa. decided to file a civil suit. Kelly was served legal paperwork while incarcerated on a child support case earlier this month. His lawyer said that he was too overwhelmed to understand what the paperwork meant at the time he was served. The legal team also points out that Kelly has a learning disability that adversely affects his ability to read, making him functionally illiterate. Who said that? Yeah, but we knew that. Huh? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, who said that? Who said that about his learning disability? Yeah. His His legal team. His legal team. Okay, but, okay, so that's... 
So when he was served these papers, he was incarcerated, and he was overwhelmed. He was too overwhelmed, they're saying. He didn't understand what it meant at Oh, the that time. he was supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah he didn't understand. Okay. So that's what they're saying. He has a learning disability. Mm-hmm. He didn't so understand. So that's why he didn't show he up. Didn't, he didn't get it. Okay. Right. He's a genius in other ways, you know. I think he understands. <laughs> <laughs> well, his I know he peed that... on himself when he heard this. I know he peed on him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he was. I, I, you know, guys. Now, I know a peeing moment. I know he peed on himself when he heard this. Yeah, I know he did. You ain't going to get mad at me about this. <laughs> Wait a minute, prison talk. TT, Tommy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know he, uh, for Carla, I know he TT'd on himself. I'm going to put my name nowhere around. Oh, no, right. yeah. foolishness. Yeah, I'm out of that one. Right. Damn. I don't want to do it. I don't want to Ah, you didn't see a big moment. and Tommy. Mm-mm. Yeah. My name is none King of rap, King of rap. There you go. <laughs> King of rap. Hey, Two King out of rap. the three kings. What do you need, King of Rap? Hey, King of Rap, did, did he pee on himself when he heard this? P-T-T. <laughs> I'm sorry, radio, he made water. <laughs> hey, that's a Morgan Freeman reference in Driving Miss Daisy. I resent that. All right, coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior's here with the NBA playoff updates. What you got, Junior? Oh, man. Unk, it was a, everybody. Jay, it was, got good now, baby. It's, now, it's serious. It is serious, now man. Now I'm on top of it. Come on. All right, Unk, you know that Denver beat San Antonio 90-86, and now yeah. they will take on Portland tonight. Yeah. But over the weekend, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You're the one y'all want to talk about. Come on. Philly yeah. versus no, Toronto. we don't want to talk about it. We don't. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, we won't get to that one yet, but Philly <laughs> lost to Toronto. 108 to 95. Did that change your pick for that series, huh? Uh, no, nah, I still want Philly to win, even though Ka- Kawhi is mold, mold, and they can handle. They got nobody. <laughs> they can check got him. nobody. Nobody. All, all that other boy, that point guard, Lillard. He cold, man. Dog, what about uh, that tall white guy? Lillard plays for Portland, <laughs> Tommy. You know, hey man, why don't you look, man? And then that Greek boy, that Greek boy, Tommy. Uh, Tommy, we're talking about this one series. We ain't we're got just talking up. about Philly what and about Toronto. We hadn't got his this. hair shaved off on both sides. What about him? <laughs> hey, Junior, go ahead, man. All right. Uh, and, uh, don't get mad. Now, no, this was the surprise game right here. I didn't expect it to go like this, but Boston beat the brakes off Milwaukee. 112-90. That's that oh, man. You know, you know who was good in that game? The black guy with all the tattoos. I can't think of his name. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully expecting Milwaukee oh, to play better, but, oh, but okay. I thought that, up. you know, Boston has come around, man, and be starting to become the team everybody thought they would be at the beginning of the season at the right time of the year to their peak. They peaking right now. That's a good <laughs> yeah. time. Playoff time, good time. This second yeah. round is serious. Yeah, How LeBron doing? How LeBron doing? Yeah. He probably doing great. He rich. <laughs> yeah. He fine. <laughs> he doing about good as Houston doing right now. So oh, go ahead. Oh, that's cold. That's, that's cold. Well, you saw it last night. Yeah, 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 we lost. Yeah, we lost 100 to 104 to Golden State. Yeah, we lost last night. But we can't but beat Golden State. Though, we can't that's beat potential. Golden State and the refs. 
We can't play on both. No, no, no you can't. No, y'all can stop three. that. Uh-uh, I'm that. James Harden has got to play better in the playoffs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't see the refs in this game, man. For real, are you James serious? James Harden has to play better because it shouldn't even have been a four-point game. But James Harden is not having his usual shooting percentage and, and shooting abilities right now. And until he becomes a playoff basketball player, y'all going to be in trouble because Chris Paul is everything he was ever written to be. And James Harden going so to have to step up. Harden man, I hate is to not you. a playoff basketball player? Are you saying that? Dog, he's folded every year in the playoffs. He's not showed up mm. every year in the playoffs. Would that be the guy? So the, the last beard? series he played, he didn't show up? The playoffs, yeah, yeah. dog, when it start counting. We need the second it's, round. It's counting I, I understand now. what he's saying. First dude. round ain't nothing. Yeah. You, we expected okay. to go through the first round. I think the beard is holding him back. <laughs> I think John James Harden is an MVP caliber player. But he's going to have to bring that MVP caliber player to the playoffs. It just or else Houston games. is going home. Yeah. And Chris hey, Paul kept him like in that. there, man. He did, but I tell you what. I'm not going to be able to play the refs and go to state. I'm sticking to that. Y'all going to be crying about these the refs, damn refs, man. Well, where I'm supposed to land that? Where I'm supposed to land that? I shoot, I come down, you under me, they don't call no foul. You know what, Steve? You changed, dog. <laughs> I changed because LeBron changed. <laughs> When he went from Cleveland to L.A., I changed. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with LeBron. I'm a basketball critic. We have to go. We will be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Harden don't pick it up, we won't be back with Houston. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, let's start off with the weekend box office report. Jay, Avengers oh Endgame has rewritten the box office record books. I mean, really? yeah, it was expected. $1 billion. $1 billion. <laughs> right. Are you serious? Yes, it was no. expected to Yo. score the highest grossing opening uh, with $350 million domestic debut and $1.2 billion with a B global premiere. Yeah, my money wow. in there, too. My money in there. My wow. In there. Hey, now, Steve, <laughs> at the Archlight Theater, they had it playing in every... I guess it got a little auditorium except one. Really? And it started at uh-huh. six in the morning. What, went say, to three o'clock in the morning. Are you serious? Yeah. And it was no, 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 no. In Houston, yeah, they were at four thirty in the morning. There was right. movies. You could go see the movie at four thirty in the morning. Four thirty in the morning. What about the people in Hollywood that camped out at the Man's Chinese Theater? Mm. And, and for three whole days, and they watched yeah. the Avengers series, the entire Avengers three series. Days. Three whole yes. days. Oh, it's, what? it's big, Steve. Steve. It's huge. huge Here what's crazy. What? Huh. You, never... you want to hear what the craziest part of this story is? Don't tell me you've you never know seen it. I don't even know. <laughs> hell no, I ain't never seen no Avengers, and I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. <laughs> I ain't seen a line no damn well. The biggest I, ever. You know, I know it's my warm-up guy, Ruben. Yeah. Uh-huh. He wore an Avenger suit uh-huh. and an Avenger hat. And then mm. on uh, to the talk show. And then the Saturday, mm-hmm. Friday he had on Thursday he had on the Avenger suit and hat. Friday he had on Spider-Man suit. Oh yeah. It'll it'll do that to grown men and women, Steve, walking around in those costumes. Losing their ever-loving mind over this movie. That's how how serious it is. 
I'm telling you, people camped out for three days in the movie yeah. theater. Now, you want to hear something really big, Steve? Check this out. In Hollywood. The people who read the comic books are sometimes mad at the people who make the movies because they say they're not sticking to the story in the comic book, so you got that war going. Right. Yeah, you got that. Yeah. Oh, it's serious business. You know what no, I love? That's a beast. It ain't no joke, man. Yeah. Well, um, Marvel also has a weekend number two movie in an incredibly distant second. What? Captain Marvel, who also appears in Endgame, jumped from fourth to second with $8.1 million. You better. That yeah. movie had already been out. I know, yeah, but, but it went back up. Catch up so yeah. they got to catch up the yeah. story. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and moving on in other news, uh, Kim Fox, Chicago's top prosecutor, has been uh, subpoenaed to appear at a court hearing regarding her handling of the Jussie Smollett attack. The state's wow. attorney was hit with the subpoena by a retired appellate judge, Sheila O'Brien, who is seeking the appointment of a special prosecutor to look into how Kim dealt with the uh, super controversial case, according to a report from the Chicago Sun-Times. The retired judge reportedly requested Jussie and Fox produce all original documents in the case to prove that they have not been altered or destroyed. Because sure, this, okay. this is not over. No. It's a damn shame that they got this much attention poured to the actions of prosecutors in the Jesse Smullett case. When at best, at best, he's charged with lying. All right, coming up next, our last break of the day. And uh, Steve will have some closing remarks. All that's coming up at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Time for you to uh, get us some closing remarks like you always do. Let's go. Hey, uh, you know something that I've been learning? I've been, uh, I do this morning meditation every morning now, and I've really been kind of loyal to it, you know, for the past month. And it's really, really helped me out. Um, Somebody sent this to me today. I was talking to a businessman this morning about uh, a, a business opportunity I was looking at. And I was just going over. He's a spiritual guy. And I was going over with him my uh, dreams and aspirations. And he sort of asked me what I was thinking about. And when I told him, come to find out, man, he was uh, on the same page. And he sent me a scripture and he taught, he said, uh, I want you to read every morning because I told him I had this morning, uh, this morning meditation and I told him that I read it every morning. I have a list of things that are, first of all, uh, I read a list of things that I thank God for every morning, which is a list about between 45 and 50 things that I thank him for, uh, something like that. And then I have a list of about the same number of things that I'm asking him for. And I read these two lists every single morning after I do my meditation and read my daily verses and my uh, inspirational messages and stuff, I just try to stay focused. You know, in the world I'm in, as well as the world you in, you know, I, I need as much help as I can get. I don't know how you all feel about it, but I, I need all the, <laughs> I need all the inspiration. I need all the confidence. I need the assuredness that uh, having a relationship with God provides, man. I'm just going to be real with you. And so he told me to read this verse every morning, Psalms 5 and 3. Uh, you know, if you get a chance, read it, you know. And uh, 
it, it, it talks about talking to God. And what, in essence, I'm going to paraphrase the scripture in essence. It was what you're asking God to do is to hear you when you cry out for help every day uh, as you pray. And you're asking God, in essence, to hear your voice in the morning that I pray to you. And then the things that you ask God for in the morning, you let him know that you'll be waiting expectantly to hear from him about all these things. And it's just a great way to start your day. But the part that really caught my attention was, after I thank God for all this stuff on this list, and then I ask God for this stuff, the part that I think I was missing was, each and every day, I do, I believe it's gonna happen, but every day, I'm supposed to wait expectantly in anticipation of what I've asked for to happen. Now, it doesn't mean everything's gonna happen that day, but it does mean that the process of all these things occurring is well underway. And if you behave that way, if you act that way, if you put out that way, those are the things that return to you. And that's one of the very, very important things that uh, I got from this guy when he sent me this scripture. You can read it for yourself in Psalms 5 and 3. And it is very, very helpful. And I, I use the New Living uh, Version of it so I can understand it better than the King James Version. Because I read both and I just understand it better when I go to the new translation of it. And I, I just try to encourage people, man, to form a relationship with God because, like, it's really cool. And, you know, it's something we all should do. We were all created in his image. God made every last one of us. And, uh, you know, we're all children of his, no matter what color, no matter what faith you belong to. And in that regard, I mean, you know, he just wants to hear from us. He really does. He just wants to know that we want to share a relationship with him. And so I found the more you do that, man, the more uh, confidence you have, the more calmness can come your way, and you stop worrying about stuff. Because a lot of times, man, if you look off into your day, as your day unfolds in front of you, uh, you're going to see a lot of choice points along the way. You're going to have a lot of points along the way where you have to make choices, you know. And all these possibilities, all these choices they can be confusing at times. And in, and, and in this confusion, you need to get focused back and turn all this confusion and all these worries and troubles and turn them over to him. Because really, man, life gets really troublesome at times for all of us. And it's just times, man, where you can't cope with everything that's happening to you because it always seems like either nothing's happening at all or everything's happening at once and both of them situations is bad i mean if you sitting up there and ain't nothing happening at all you need some help man and then when everything happens all at once uh you need some help man so either way you look at this thing you're gonna need some help from god you really really are and so the best way to do it man is just have a constant communication with him just talk to him more today and the cool thing about it is you can be just like me and have a relationship with him you don't have to be perfect you really don't and i got news for you ain't nobody perfect no way you can quit listening to them people talking about how they walking on that little white line and they don't ever get off because they do they get off all the time just have a relationship with god okay do that it'll help you out those are my closing remarks all right, huh? All right, drop it. it. It's dropped. Drop the <laughs> mic. Like, yeah. Finding life is hard, just gonna have a talk with God.
Amen. Amen. Guess what, y'all? What's, What's that? that up? Have a great weekend. <laughs> Boom. Man, I am. Be positive. Pat out. That's my blood For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 